Hello everyone, welcome back to Charmed Rewind! Season finale of season one! <laughs> Comes again and again, again and again. <laughs> we rewound the rewind. We rewound again and again and again. Uh, can't get more rewindy than this, a time loop episode. Yeah. If you didn't cotton on to it, uh, we are doing season one, episode 22, Deja Vu All Over Again. Which, uh is uh the season finale as we pointed out and uh yeah it's a uh, an important episode i guess i guess i mean i guess <laughs> <laughs> they was, killed uh, off their first major character yeah it was the first major character death that was uh important and permanent yeah and uh this was before the show had really this, gone off the rails it's kind of uh, interesting establish how dangerous the walls of the Halliwell house are. <laughs> That's the, the deadliest thing is their walls. <laughs> we get to see it in action plenty of times in this episode. Uh, yeah, so anything else before we jump in? Nope. All right. Do something! Do it! The first shot that we see is a demon plotting to kill the Charmed Ones in his office in a, a building, something like a skyscraper building somewhere mm -hmm. in San Francisco. Get me the charmed ones! Get I want them dead! <laughs> dead! J. Jonah Jameson plotting <laughs> all the articles he's going to write about them. Give me pictures of those charmed ones! <laughs> this is Inspector Rodriguez, who was in a previous episode. We had to look up what he did. I did not remember that he was in more than one. <laughs> uh, he was investigating why so many of his evil friends are dying. Yeah. He's like, what's up with this? All my buds keep getting blown up. What's the deal? Uh, so he's investigating, and that's how he discovered uh, the Charmed Ones. I don't know why he wouldn't know who they are immediately. It seems like everyone's in on the Charmed Ones thing. Anyone who's anyone knows who the Charmed Ones are. Yeah. It's not like later where it's just like every ding-dong out there is like, <laughs> eh, Charmed Ones, I'll be the one to kill them. Yeah. Uh, he's looking at some photos that have been taken... Uh, undercover of them like black and white photos like uh, where they don't know they're being having their pictures taken okay. and uh for some reason phoebe and piper are doing like catalog poses like they're like looking at their watches <laughs> they're setting up time i get yeah it's about time <laughs> <laughs> they have quite a motif in this episode mm -hmm. concerning time I don't. I guess it's worth noting too. In his previous episode, they established he was part of uh, internal affairs, yeah. and he was investigating Andy, and that's what led him to the Charmed Ones. He killed his partner, who was also internal affairs. Uh, and the stuff where he, uh, when he kills his partner, that leads into what's going on in this episode. So this is when David Carradine shows up in a stupid velvet robe and an earring with spiky hair. Yeah, really cool <laughs> spiky hair. Like his hair is kind of spiking out to the sides of his head. Yeah, it's like, it's like feathered hair, but spiky. Uh, yeah, so David Carradine is Tempest. Uh, we had to look up exactly what he was. Uh, a demonic sorcerer who, uh, coincidentally to his name, can manipulate time. <laughs> It's a good thing that's his oh, thing, yeah. right? You know, like happens. his parents named him Tempest. <laughs> My name's Tempest. What can you do? I can like float for like a minute. <laughs> Would have thought it was a time thing. Now you'd think. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe it's like uh, My Little Pony, you know, like you're kind of destined for whatever 
Anyway, uh, this is when Tempest flings off his robe flamboyantly as he <laughs> proclaims he was a gift sent by the source of all evil because yeah. Rodriguez sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he reveals his outfit underneath. Uh, quite an outfit that he has going on underneath. He has a silky red shirt and a uh, sleeveless leather duster with like a cape thing attached to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite the, the ensemble. Alright, so uh, Tempest says the next day is Wednesday, so Rodriguez should get all the Charmed Ones together by midnight. I don't know what it being Wednesday had to do with anything, but they have to establish it for the time loop. Uh, Tempest says if he fails, he'll be there to teach him a lesson. <laughs> uh, Rodriguez thinks that Andy will be the key to getting the Charmed Ones, so that's his plan. Uh, the next day at the manor, a paper boy jauntily throws a paper as lighthearted music plays. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Things are going great. Uh, Phoebe is on the phone with Piper, wondering what she's doing at Quake at 8 in the morning. Does she think that's an early time to start a work day? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing there at 8 in the morning? She manages a restaurant. Does she not think there's any prep or they don't open <laughs> for breakfast? Like... Uh, what are you doing up before 2 p.m.? Yeah, lazy <laughs> Phoebe. <laughs> you what? Um, so it turns out that Piper is doing something for the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This seems like a, it'd be a Phoebe plot later, you know, like all so, of the famous things happen to Phoebe. He's doing dumpsters diving. <laughs> Dragons yeah. and dives. Whoa, Guy Fieri shows up. And he's, Give me all your food. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Piper here wants to be a chef, which is why she's going to open up a club and not make food. Whoa. <laughs> uh, for people who need a reminder, Quake is the restaurant she manages. So, yeah, uh, this uh, this Food Network thing appears to be something that they knew about because Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, she's doing that Food Network thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and she uh, she explains to Prue that she needs to get... Um, Piper a new dress because she spilled some marinara sauce on it. But if she knew about this Food Network thing, like, why is she wondering why she's at work right now? Phoebe's an idiot. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kit uh, still exists, their cat, and it's not just, you know, footage green screened in. Yeah. They actually use the cat. <laughs> uh, she knocks over a pepper shaker on the kitchen counter as Prue walks in. Uh, this is, again, for time loop stuff. Just yeah. random things happen. Prue is shocked by something she sees in the paper. Uh, but Phoebe thinks she's mad because she doesn't want her to lend Piper one of her dresses. <laughs> what she's seeing on the paper, we will get to in a little bit. She, but it's it's that Andy has been accused of murder. But she's like, hang on, I hear a crash outside. Let's go to this first, before the Andy accused of murder thing. <laughs> Everyone's very easily distracted away from Andy in this episode. Yeah, they don't seem to really so, care. Yeah, either Andy's <laughs> you know, going to be taken down and go to jail or he's going to die. And they're like, oh, wait, what's this other thing? <laughs> what's going on over here? I don't care. Bruce should be the one that cares the most as his girlfriend, but mm -hmm. <laughs> seems very easily distracted. Um, they hear a crash outside um, and then Prue's like, wait a minute. Where'd you park my car, Phoebe? <laughs> so again, Andy has been accused of murder, has not gotten to that yet. Wait a minute. Where'd yeah. you park my car? <laughs> Stupid Phoebe. Phoebe is like, oh no, I think I parked it in the driveway outside. Uh, so they go out there and uh, Phoebe is relieved that it was their neighbor's car mm -hmm. <laughs> and not Bruce. I She's like, like, ooh, thank God. <laughs> I like we're still in the era of like screw up Phoebe here back in season yeah. one. 
She had like a personality, like she screwed up, but she was kind of endearing, I would say. Mm-hmm. I do like that that uh, Prue kind of glares at her for being <laughs> relieved that it's the neighbor's car that got hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, again, this seems pointless, but they are setting up a bunch of stuff for the time loop. Um, there's this kind of clunky line where Prue is like, oh, it's Mrs. Henderson's car. Uh, no big deal. Just a fender bender. But it's like. It's just a boring, bad line that she has to repeatedly say. Mm -hmm. Just a fender bender, don't worry about it. Anyway, back to this murder accusation. (laughs) She seems very bored by by the situation. (laughs) Uh, So back to the paper. Prue's like, oh yeah, uh, Andy's a murder suspect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The guy that Rodriguez killed in his previous episode from Eternal Affairs, who was investigating Andy, uh, he's dead, so they think that Andy is the one that did it i guess rodriguez must have planted the seed for this because that was his plan so uh so he thinks that andy is the murderer or at least he's saying that andy's the murderer he knows he's the murderer (laughs) (laughs) uh phoebe holds the paper and gets a vision of andy dead (gasps) dun 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 then we have the opening credits a bad rock song that's like a replacement track plays over horrible stock footage of san francisco (laughs) This goes on for a long time, too. I don't know if they were short on time or whatever, but a lot of really blurry San Francisco (laughs) footage plays does not help in the HD transfer. No. Uh, So back to the previous scene after the the opening credits, Uh, Phoebe explains what happened in the vision. Somehow she knows Andy was flung across the room. He's just laying on the ground and like Piper and Phoebe are checking on him and he's dead. Inspector Phoebe knows flung wounds when she sees them. <laughs> She's like, he's been flung across the room. I can tell what this is. It must have been a demon. Because this does happen Bruce frequently. Bruce is clearly flung by a demon. <laughs> I guess, like, more often than not, if someone's killed in the house, they were flung by a demon. Because mm. it seems like every episode, someone's going to get flung. We know how deadly the walls are, so someone could have just tripped into them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That one where uh, Prue turns into a guy and she and neighbor Dan are leaning on the wall, like, together, that was dangerous. Very. (laughs) (laughs) So Prue's like, well, I'm going to go warn Andy, Uh, despite the fact that he said it was too risky for them to be seen together, uh, because at this point he knows that she's a witch. So I guess internal affairs, I think they're worried about them finding out that she's a witch. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happened, just they say that happened in the previous episode. Uh, At police headquarters, uh, Daryl and Andy are hanging out together waiting for uh, Andy to be interrogated. And Andy's like, well, I think it was Rodriguez. Like, immediately he's like, nah, he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they're like, well, internal affairs cleared him. And Daryl's like, well, that's bullshit because Rodriguez is also internal affairs. So they... They're clearing themselves. Mm-hmm. Corruption. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good to be evil. I love how much of a buddy Daryl is to Andy. Like he's like his he's he's got his back, you know. Yeah. And then Daryl's just dead inside once his buddy dies. Yeah, he's like, I'm I just stuck, can't go on know, without Andy. <laughs> being the punching bag for the charmed ones. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been me who died? <laughs> Oh, man. That could have been an episode where he tries to switch places with Andy. <laughs> he's like uh, he's like Klinger on MASH, no matter how hard he tries to get out of this. They're like, ah, whatever. 
Whatever, Daryl. You're I sticking a, around. Can I get a section eight to get kicked off charmed? <laughs> oh no, don't kill me. <laughs> oh, I would hate that. Shut up, we're gonna bring you back to life. <laughs> Why didn't you bring Andy back? Shut up, it was impossible. <laughs> Jeremy's like his actor won't come back. Yeah, there seemed to be uh, there's some rumored bad blood going on between him. What happened to cause the actor who played Andy to leave? Mm. I don't know for sure, but he might have just uh, per- went to pursue uh, more acting uh, jobs. But yeah. <laughs> <Some> more acting, <laughs> more acting, not this, not this. <laughs> Uh, I guess we should establish Andy dies in this episode. (laughs) So if you didn't know, Andy's fucking gone by the end of the Yeah, the premonition comes to life. The premonition becomes reality. Yeah, the nightmare becomes reality. The the dream becomes reality. (laughs) It's really what he wanted. Very funny because this premonition is not true in several of the time loop timelines. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem to try that hard to save himself, though. I kind no. of feel like he was like, oops, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Rodriguez shows up to interrogate Andy. He excuses Daryl, who is having none of this, because mm-hmm. he's bros for life with Andy. He's <laughs> like, what, you want me to stay? You want me to stay? Whatever. This is the only time, too, Rodriguez plays the scene kind of cool, because he acts like, no, like, I don't think it's you, Andy. Hey, and like. Cool. Yeah, I'm not after Prue either, but I think it's something supernatural, and I do think she knows about this type of thing, so I want to ask her some questions. Like, the next time loop iterations, he plays this so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, tell me where she He's is! He's supposed to be learning from his mistakes, and he yeah. seems to do it worse every time. Yeah, except for one part in the second loop, but yeah, he kind of does <laughs> make everything worse as he goes along. Like, like he knows that playing this cool worked really well. Yeah, do the parts that worked, and then you change the parts that failed. But yeah. He's, he's got a hot head, you know, he can't keep his cool. No, this is the wrong guy to waste your time loops on, apparently. Yeah, really, Tempest could have gotten anyone. <laughs> yeah, so he asks Andy to arrange a meeting with him and Prue to figure out who the real murderer is. Um, he pronounces the name Halliwell Hollowell multiple times in this episode. I feel like that happened a lot in the earlier episodes of yeah. Charmed. I think Daryl continued to do it. I'm not sure if he ever switched to Halliwell. <laughs> I think he always said Hollowell, but you hear it a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also says that he knows that Prue's a witch, so he's going to tell everyone. Uh, he's going to expose her if he doesn't <laughs> arrange this meeting. After this gritty tough guy scene where it's like, you know, like, hey, you work with me, I'll work with you, okay, or else. Uh, After this, we cut to Tempest reading a newspaper in front of a cuckoo clock (laughs) at a clock store. (laughs) And Rodriguez, he wanders over and he goes by a flower stand and he steals a flower so he can smell it. Yeah. So he does this tough guy scene and he's like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. I love the flowers. I feel so pretty. <laughs> Gonna tip through, tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's feeling so good. Right? I guess because he's he's cocky. He thinks like I'm definitely gonna kill yeah. them. I don't need your it's help, like Tempest. Spider Man three walk down the sidewalk. Does like a little dance. Everyone's like, get out of here, weirdo. Yeah, I think the name of the store is called Symphony of Time too. They just keep throwing in these little time references. Yeah. Uh, so they have a little meeting together, and Tempest is like, well, how are you going to get the other two there? You got a meeting with Prue, but what about the others? And Rodriguez is like, well, Andy will insist she has protection. 
what, from internal affairs? Like, he doesn't know that he's <laughs> a demon yet, so why does he think <laughs> that he's going to insist she has the girls there for Power of Three stuff? You know, when the Charmed Ones find out Tempest is involved, how do they not find him? Because he's not subtle at all. I don't know. I guess because they don't have They'd be like, hey, why don't we go to that place where there's a whole bunch of clocks? Yeah, it says in the Book of Shadows, he just hangs around clocks all the time and he just makes a bunch of time puns. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, looks like your time's up. I don't have time for subtlety. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Speaking of which, uh, Rodriguez asks Tempest if he thinks he'll fail and he says, time will tell. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, uh, at Quake, Phoebe delivers the dress to Piper. Uh, Piper says she thought she was going to have to pull a Celine Dion and wear her dress backwards. <laughs> like, how many people remember that now? <laughs> is that me. a reference people binging this remember? Do you even know what that that is? No. She had, like, I don't think it was a dress. I think it was a suit she wore backwards, and it was, like, famous. You know, kind of oh, like, yeah. uh, it was on, like, worst dress list, like, when Bjork had the you know, swan dress and stuff. Okay. Anyway, that was the reference <laughs> for people who want to know. You ought to know. You ought to know. <laughs> Dave Cooley. <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, so Phoebe wanders in. Speaking of uh, outfits, she is wearing um, kind of a dowdy bad outfit as opposed to like a sexy bad outfit, which is what she she goes into later. <laughs> This is like, it's bad, it's just ugly. Like, it's not like a daring fashion choice. I feel like some of her bad outfits, it's like, at least she kind of goes out there, you know? But this just feels like it was just, it just makes her look kind of dumpy and bad. (laughs) Um, It's like a, it's a button up pink shirt, but it's kind of like wrinkly and stiff. And, uh, but only one shirt, or one, only one button is buttoned on it. And there's like another pink shirt underneath. There's bows in the middle of the sleeves, like tied around it. And then there's a tie in the back, which kind of makes it look like an apron or something. (laughs) And she's wearing these pink barrettes with like little pigtails in her hair. (laughs) It's not a good look. (laughs) So Phoebe starts to explain this premonition to Piper. And before she even gets to the premonition part, Piper starts grimacing at her. Time for that. Time. Time. Time, time, time. So Piper's like, well, when did this happen? And Phoebe's like, well, I left a voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's a premonition. Leave this on a voicemail. Hard to believe that uh, internal affairs didn't uh, figure out they were witches sooner. Uh, so they're like, we, we gotta figure out who kills Andy. Uh, but uh uh-oh, the Food Network segment producer is here. (laughs) Who cares about Andy dying? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is immediately distracting to them. To add insult to injury, this lady uh, used to go to high school with Piper. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she has success and a husband and money and Piper does not. <laughs> yeah, it's like this woman's kind of flaunting her success slightly. Not She's not super obnoxious about no, it, but it's like a little She's just basically kind of saying like, hey, you know, this is where my life's at now. Yeah. Isn't it cool? And it's like, more about Piper feeling bad about herself. I wish I was successful. Yeah, which I think like character-wise would be fine if, you yeah, know, if some that was some all it was. But they project or... her being the worst stuck-up bitch ever. Yeah, they keep saying like she's the worst. She's a monster. She's yeah. horrible. This is like 10 seconds of talk where yeah. she doesn't really say anything bad. And it's so ironic because this woman is about like 10% 
of what <laughs> the Phoebe one turns into when she gets her stupid call on uh, I wish that Phoebe was more like this than how she became. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he met, like, this is so funny, because, like, <laughs> you'd imagine Phoebe in season one meeting herself from that and being <laughs> repulsed. Ah! <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> she says yeah. something like this well, woman. Well, I mean, they do have an episode later where Phoebe um, brings her old and young self there, and she does kind of hate herself. So. <laughs> Phoebe says, like, there's no way a woman could normally be this successful at 26 or something yeah. without being a monster or something weird. No, she, well, what happens is Piper freezes her because she's annoyed that she only manages a restaurant in San Francisco mm. and lives in a mansion. <laughs> uh, and Phoebe's like, well, don't worry about it because this lady is a freak. A freak. She says she's a freak because no one is this successful at 26. So she's not saying like, you know, oh, she's successful because she's a freak. It's just being successful makes her a freak. <laughs> Uh, this is a real window into Phoebe's future. Yeah. <laughs> also, Piper does not care about Andy. She's completely, like, forgotten no, Andy's gonna die at this it's point. It's all about the Food Network at this point. <laughs> Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make. Uh, Phoebe says, unfreeze this bitch in heels. <laughs> she calls her a bitch in heels. It's so mean. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> For nothing. She's literally a little bit later in the episode when they show a little bit more of her. She in is different a little timelines. She is a little snooty in different timelines, but this time around, she really does nothing. Yeah. She does nothing to yeah, warrant really being called to a bitch and a freak it. and all that. Yeah, you need to like have her be really snooty. Uh -huh. And then it, normally when you do time loops and you have like a snooty character, it kind of builds up, and then like you know maybe in one of the time loops they get punched or something <laughs> you know like you really like what would you want to yeah. do if you could fantasize anything and there were no consequences bitch in high heels ryerson <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't have any fun with this premise of a time loop i will say <laughs> yeah so she's like well you gotta unfreeze that bitch in heels so we can film this segment or you can film this segment and then we can figure out who the demon is so she at least lets her film the segment which i feel like later would be like now we gotta do this and no i don't have time for this because i gotta film this <laughs> Prue is talking to Andy, giving him the heads up on this vision. Um, and he has some really bad ADR that makes him sound like a video game character. Mm -hmm. He's like, what, that I'm going to die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though I do think the scene is probably one of the better scenes in the episode. I think it gets better <laughs> through the loops. Yeah, the, I think it there's changes... some good acting between the two. Yeah, it changes slightly during each loop. Um, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Prue knows about the time loop, kind of, but not as much as Phoebe. So she doesn't, she subconsciously is changing it, even though she doesn't know exactly that she's doing it. Right. Um, but it goes from like, this is fairly heartfelt, where it's just like, hey, don't get involved with this. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want to lose you to like, I don't know if you know how much I love you. And he's like, well, I didn't until this time. Yeah. And then it goes to just, I love you. So... It kind of you see, escalates. Like, their eyes kind of getting red because they're about to get emotional. That yeah. was pretty well done. Yeah, that's uh, one of the more interesting aspects of the loop. Um, Andy immediately clocks that Rodriguez has to be the guy, and this is a trap. He's, he knows immediately. <laughs> He's like, come on, this is a trap. Uh, and Prue is like, well, set up the meeting anyway. Tell him to come to the manor at six o'clock. If it's a trap, I'll have the power of three to back me up. <laughs> And Andy's like, the power of three plus one, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's like, no, you died in the vision, don't come. 
And he's like, I promise I won't. Cut to Andy staking out the house. (laughs) Uh, Rodriguez shows up. Kit is hanging out in the plants outside, growling at him. Mm -hmm. The girls are inside going over the plan. Uh, Phoebe doesn't want to be the one to answer the door, but Prue's like, no, no, you know martial arts, so you can just karate him if he tries something. We have purposely trained him wrong as a joke. This is dumb. It's dumb, but it is like, you know, put the most expendable one in the front. (laughs) She's like, "Ah, suck it, Phoebe. Um, This is a dumb plan because out of all of them, she is the most useless. She has no active power to protect her. She can't even levitate at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, They say she knows karate, but they're like, I don't know if they know he's a demon yet, right? They suspect he's a demon. They suspect. They don't know. They do suspect he is, but they don't know. But that's a a possibility. Piper is the most useful. She can freeze him. They even say, like, oh, she'll freeze him, like, when he comes inside. But from while hiding around the corner. Yeah. Prue's going to hide upstairs, and (laughs) Piper's going to hide around the corner for some reason. We're going to (laughs) hide. And then, like, when she answers the door and then calls them, we're going to come out. Like, why? (laughs) Yeah. What is this setup? There is no point to the hiding. (laughs) Yeah. So Piper could freeze him, which is the most useful. Useful. Prue could also just fling him away. There's so many more options that they could yeah. do besides having Phoebe answer the door and karate him. I did want to bring up too another thing I liked about that uh the Prue and Andy scene where they're talking at the park about Rodriguez coming is they build up him feeling dangerous and like he feels like a threat because they treat him like he's a threat which is a problem a lot of later charmed has with not making much feel like a big threat they do have a, a setup but it does feel like he is very easily killed because it's he a time is... loop like he manages to kill them in some yeah, of the timelines he does lines. kill so them he, does, so... he is more of a threat than some other ones but his death is pretty Weenery, I will it's say. It's not great, but I just like that they treat him like he's a threat going up to it. That's true. It's not like Piper going like, oh, I can't. Yeah, it's just like, oh, a demon's <laughs> coming over. Who cares? That's you true. Know? They Them, like, actually, like, being scared. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Like, you know, you treat them more like a threat. Even if you don't execute it the best, it still makes it seem more dangerous. <laughs> that's true. Also, another thing about this setup here, he's only expecting Prue. So, well, they think he's only expecting Prue. Obviously, he thinks they're going to show up anyway, all three of them. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't it immediately give them away that, like, Prue is not the one that shows up? Like, Phoebe is the one that shows up at the door? Well, I guess they all live there. I guess. I guess. (laughs) So, Rodriguez rings the doorbell a little too anxiously. And Phoebe says that means he either wants to kill Prue or date her. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) What a joke. (laughs) They get into position. Phoebe opens the door. Uh, He's there to see Prue Hollowell. (laughs) Uh, Phoebe lets him in and immediately she gets lightninged, flung into the stairs, and killed. (laughs) Even when they're expecting to get attacked, she's murdered. She doesn't karate him. She gets flung into the stairs. It's hilarious. Yeah, she hits the wall behind it. The deadly walls. Yeah. I love every time they get murdered in this episode. It's hilarious. It's great. I I love, too, that Rodriguez rings the doorbell first. Like, yeah. what was the point of the 
pretending. You're like, oh yeah, I'm official. <laughs> well, like, I think he, he waits was... for like less. He waits like twenty seconds. Like, Haha, yeah, I'm a policeman. No, I'm not. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I think he was uh, trying to catch them by surprise, and he did catch her by surprise. But he really should have waited for all of them to show up and then mm-hmm. try and snuff them out without making oh, a big definitely. lightning fling into the wall giveaway. Yeah. Like just one or the other. I don't know. Just the two second ruse was kind of funny to me that he rings the doorbell. I was like, ah! (laughs) Well, you pointed out uh, when we were watching this, why didn't he just blow up the house or something? Yeah. Like (laughs) so many other options. Once he's in one of the different iterations of the time loop, he knows they're all there. So it's like he can just take them all out. He could have taken a different route. He could have gone in the back door. He could have snuck in upstairs. He could have done many other things instead of just going in the front door and trying the same thing again but a little quicker because yeah. he knows exactly where they are all are when he comes yeah the, by the second time he, he has there. all the knowledge and uses none of it no again this time loops completely wasting on this guy um i also you pointed this out um i don't know why phoebe sees andy dying if it didn't happen in this timeline because in the vision, she and Piper are checking on Andy. Andy does not come into the picture until the last timeline, the last yeah. loop. So why does she see this this time? Yeah. Is she seeing beyond the time loop? Like, I yeah, don't know that, how this That's kind of weird, yeah, that that would be possible. Because you think, yeah, she would see her death or something like that. Yeah. But no. <laughs> like, if she saw her dying and they prevented it, but then someone else did... I mean, I guess they kind of do the same sort of thing when they do a time loop later with, like, her boyfriend or something. Like, death is inevitable kind of thing. But, like, they could have done that where the vision changes every time. That would have been interesting. And then it was, like, shocking when Andy dies at the end and they can't save him. Mm -hmm. But as it is, it just, she sees it and then it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a better way to play this. Like, you can't get out of this. Someone's gonna die. And yeah. Andy's the one who tells Prue, you know, like he does in this episode, you know, yeah. Yeah, let it be me. Yeah, it seems like he kind of gives up and there's not really a reason to do it because he knows that they know it's a time loop. So why not just set the loop again and then have them just have the heads up that this is going to happen? Like, it just feels like they would have yeah. the knowledge to stop it. But they're like, like, oh, you're definitely going to die this time. Yeah, if Rodriguez was increasingly doing better, but he's not. So it's like, I don't know why they act like, oh, yeah, he'll definitely kill us all in the next yeah. generation. Like, they seem like this is set in stone, even though it isn't. Yeah. It's just like he's becoming more unhinged and doing everything more poorly. So it feels hey. like you guys can get the drop on him instead of the other way around. This is jumping ahead a bit, but okay. So they think he's definitely going to kill them for real if he goes back in time again. Mm-hmm. But then they also are going to let him go because he doesn't have the power to kill us. That's why he needed Tempest. It's like, what? So either he's so powerful or he isn't. Which one do you think? Yeah, that didn't make any real sense. <laughs> no. Especially with later in the show where they kill demons without even caring about it at all. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Prue and Piper cheer at Phoebe's death. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, Tempest pours some glitter out of an hourglass and resets the day. <laughs> they go, celebrate good times, come on. <laughs> And then, like, they've rewound. They're at Tempest's place. Like, right. He's brought Rodriguez there. He says, this is where we first met. Which He says this is when we first when met. We first on met. Wednesday morning, even though it was it Tuesday was night yeah. when they met. And it was also, I don't know if it's supposed to be like this is the 
time and place because he kind of seems to act like it is, even though this is Tempest's, not Rodriguez's office, which is where they... Is it they... a different office? They both have offices? Yeah, well, it was at Rodriguez's office first, because he was at his desk doing whatever, and now they're in front of, like, a bunch of clocks and stuff. Oh, I guess. You yeah. still see the triangle building behind them, though, so I guess it, yeah. maybe so it's not... Tempest had, like, an office on the other side of the hall. <laughs> It might be the same office. I don't know if they have the triangle building outside both times. I thought Temp is supposed to be at that clock shop he's hanging out in front of. No, I think that's just their meeting spot. Are you sure? Because he has a bunch of clocks in his place, too. Well, it's just because he's a freak with a bunch of clocks. He just brings clocks everywhere. I got one thing, okay? I got the clock thing. I have to have clocks all over Uh, the place. Unclear. Anyway, bunch of clocks. (laughs) And not the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when Rodriguez appears next to him, he's still flailing around like he's dying. Every time he dies, he does this like, yeah. like throws his arms in the air as the like lightning he's, hits him. Yeah, he's got this kind of lightning energy ball. Oh, because because uh, Prue flung the lightning back at him and killed him. I don't know yeah. if I established or if I said that's what happened, but um, they end up killing him, and that's why the day is reset. So yeah, he's like flailing around like uh like he's dying still, and then Tempest is like, try again, stupid. <laughs> so same shit, same day. <laughs> Phoebe is on the phone, Prue shows up and sees the paper, uh, but Phoebe seems to be vaguely aware the day's repeating. I don't think she knows exactly everything, but she remembers more and more as yeah. it's the like the classic gone. time loop thing where it's kinda like the ha huh, deja vu. Yeah. Prue ignores her when she's saying, like, hey, the day's repeating. <laughs> uh, and she shows her the paper and a gong sound plays for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> 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 being investigated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why a gong plays. Uh, Phoebe takes the paper, has the same premonition again, uh, and explains this whole thing to, uh, to Prue. So at the police station, Rodriguez talks to Andy, but more aggressively. Like, he busts in like, ah! Yeah, get out, Daryl! Get out! Daryl's about to throw down with him. Oh, yeah. I love the stink eye Daryl gives him as he leaves. Yeah, he's gonna, like, beat him up, and then, like, Andy's like, no, no, we're cool, we're cool. And then he leaves and just, like, stink eye. Which is quite the Rodriguez, what do you know about Zarkthus? (laughs) Yeah. It's weird because Daryl does have more of a personality when he's hanging out with Andy than he does later. Yeah, it it is really sad. (laughs) Went downhill for him. So uh, they arranged the meeting with Prue. Basically the same thing happens, even though he's suckier at this. Um, So he storms out to meet Tempest again by the cuckoo clocks. But this time, when he steals the flower, he destroys it. (laughs) He flings the petals everywhere. Yeah! I don't know how the vendor didn't notice it that time. <laughs> I love, I bet what happened was they're like, we need some stage business for him to repeat. And as they're like, he's walking down mm-hmm. the street and they're like, what do we have? I don't know. There's like a flower thing next to him. Maybe you'll do something with the flowers. And that's what they come up with. Like nah, throwing yeah. petals around like an infant. Yeah. I don't understand why he's so unhinged about <laughs> <laughs> the time like, yeah, he's the he one be, like happy because he like yeah. he got to live he would have died he's getting a second chance and <laughs> it's like he's the one that knows the time loops happening he's the one who's fully informed it's kind of interesting seeing a time loop thing i guess where you're sort of more following the villain yeah going through the time loops oh, that's true well they have to come up with a new plan right because it didn't work last time the plan is don't die this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're better, stupid. (laughs) I'm in 
Roger. So uh, at Quake, Phoebe explains to Piper about the vision and the day repeating. Uh, that's when the horrible monster from high school shows up. <laughs> uh, so Phoebe's like, oh, I know who she is and what this is uh, about. And says right in front of her, they're in a time loop. This is before she's frozen. She's like, because we're in a time loop. And this lady, I don't know, is just fixing her hair or something. Doesn't seem to care about this. Is this where they freeze her and leave, too? Uh, I think that's the last the one. The last one. Uh, Piper freezes her, so Phoebe can tell her everything about her and convince her the, the day is looping. Uh, she also makes a snide comment about her having a bad nose job. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> this is how you know she's the good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Phoebe theorizes she's the only one who knows the day is reset because her powers allow her to see things at different times. I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess it's as good a guess as any. Sure. Um, but they don't explain why Prue also seems to vaguely know about the time resetting. I don't think she knows as much as Phoebe, but she does no. seem to know some. And, like, the wiki said it's because they both have, like, psychic, psychic powers. powers. But yeah. what does that have to do with the time? I don't know. And, like, surely, like, if Piper freezes time... That has to do with time, right? I guess she freezes <laughs> atoms or something. I guess it's not exactly time. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. None of this makes sense. She's out of the loop. The time loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. This is the, yeah. Um, This is when they, they just leave her frozen and then they, they leave. They don't oh, even yeah. do the Food Network segment. Great. They don't even have Piper bitching that she didn't do the Food Network segment. Like, this isn't the Piper we know. No. <laughs> but I do love them just freezing her and leaving. So it's like... Yeah, you're being real subtle with your magic, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love to just like, anyway, bye. <laughs> oh, I like also when Phoebe's like, yeah, I guess I know because my powers allow me to see things at different times. Like, Piper gives her a look like, eh, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Prue and Andy are having their meeting. Uh, he says the power of three plus one line. So Prue seems to recognize this is a repeat. Fast forward through all of the shit we've seen. Uh, Rodriguez is at the manor again. Phoebe is looking up time loops in the Book of Shadows. And she goes, um, well, there's a, a page to accelerate time, but not a time loop. Uh, but in a later episode, there is a page about time loops. So yeah. way to go, Phoebe. <laughs> Classic Phoebe. They could have, this could have saved Andy's life if they'd seen that and figured you out see. how to end the loop. And Phoebe is like looking for like a Sears portrait about time loops and she didn't see that. Where, <laughs> can't find it. Where's like the time loops like biggest turn ons? <laughs> they don't have anything in here about it. If we don't know how they like it, how the time loops like their steaks done, how are we going to know how to defeat it? I just don't have time for time the loops. Look. Okay, so I need to get an article done. <laughs> okay, so Rodriguez has a leg up because he knows what happened the first time, but he doesn't know that the girls also have a leg up. So when that doorbell rings, Phoebe goes to answer it, and she and Piper are immediately killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my We're now living in the greatest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so they did worse this time around. Phoebe is flung into the stairs like before. Piper is also flung through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Like, this is the one part that Rodriguez does better on because he's like, I know Piper's hiding around the corner. Yeah. So he shoots her immediately, but he still screws up on Prue. <laughs> yeah, he's still not quick enough for Prue because she kills him the same way. She flings the lightning back at him and, uh, and he dies. Reset time. <laughs> yeah. But, like, both Phoebe and Piper are flung through the walls. 
hilarious. The I, deadly I had to wall. repeat that. I had to rewind and watch it again. It was so good. <laughs> Beautiful. I wish. I wish there was a timeline where that one was just like, well, that's what happened. <laughs> I guess that timeline. Yeah. Couldn't we have watched that one where yeah, Prue was the only show? survivor? Prue and then Prue and Paige. Yeah. yeah maybe Prue meets Paige. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been a better show. Yeah. Anyway, Rodriguez is pissed off that he died again, but he goes, the third time is the charm. <laughs> uh, so Phoebe knows it's a time loop. She knows a lot more this time around. She's just like, yeah, okay. Uh, Piper, come on home. She's on the phone with her. It starts uh, doing the calling things as they're happening so that you yeah. can prove to people that you know it's a time loop. Uh, she's like, tell that bitch from high school to fuck off. Come home. <laughs> Uh, she shows Prue the car crash next to, to prove that time's resetting. I think she says something about Kit knocking over the pepper, too. They're all on the same page now, uh, including the same <laughs> page, page of... Yeah, without page. <laughs> and uh, including the page of the newspaper, which they look at again in a gong place. <laughs> but not on the time loop page in the Book of Shed. <laughs> no, not on that page. Uh, Rodriguez goes to the clock store again and shoots the cuckoo clock. <laughs> Where's the flower vendor or anyone on the streets of San Francisco? Maybe he shot the flower vendor before. <laughs> he shot the flower and then the vendor. Just, this is just like barren street of San Francisco. Yeah, it's not a busy city or anything. Uh, where's even the guy like, that works in the cuckoo clock store, you know? Yeah. I even like that Tempest is like, that was stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, the continuity is so bad. When it cuts to him, the window's not even broken. No. Like, what did he shoot? But they're still doing, like, the sound, so you hear him walking on yeah. glass <laughs> as there's no broken glass. Yeah, walking through <laughs> phantom glass. Yeah, like, it's it's so dumb with Rodriguez doing these things, and, like, Tempest even points it out, like, you should try and play this as close to po as possible to how you did it before until it comes time to get rid of them. Well, I don't know, though, because he says, hey, you shouldn't do anything differently if you want to succeed tonight. Mm -hmm. But the point of him resetting... The point of him resetting time was that he can learn from his mistakes and do things differently. Surely there yeah. are things he could have done differently earlier, too. Yeah, well, I to think he just means, like, shooting clocks isn't helping anything. <laughs> I guess. I guess it didn't really change anything. It was the, the girls that changed it. No, because no one in San Francisco noticed this I guess, guy well, going okay. around shooting a clock. I, I guess, uh, well, him doing things differently did change it, because uh, when he shows his demon eyes, that's what changes the final loop. So I yeah. guess he did fuck himself over. Yeah, he did everything worse. Like, after the <laughs> one where he gets, you know, Phoebe and Piper, he's just like, oh, I'm so deranged now. I'm going to be an idiot and yeah. shoot clocks and show my demonized everyone. <laughs> he was, yeah. The villain was having the arc you see in a time loop where they just get more and more upset and unhinged as <laughs> yep. they go along. It's like, this isn't going to work out for you, bud. It's like, he's the one that knows exactly why it's happening and it's being done to help him. Why is he losing it? <laughs> He's and he knows when it's going to end when he succeeds. It's not like one of those where it's like you're insane because the loop just keeps going and you don't know how to end it. Yeah, like where Groundhog Day possibly happened over like many years before he finally got out yeah, of it. Was it like a thousand years yeah, or something? Something ridiculous. <laughs> like, this was three times. Yeah. The third time's the charm. Dude, cool it. <laughs> Calm yourself down. You know what? And he would have lived at the end, too, except he got he got cocky. Yeah. He would have lived at the end of this timeline, but he was an idiot. Mm-hmm. All right. He's like, no more time loops. This time I'm going to kill them all. 
uh, Piper is uh, at uh, Quake and she tells off the lady from high school, truly the catharsis we all needed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I'm going to be a bigger success for you. I'm going to be a bigger success than you with a real nose. Like, yeah, oh, okay. unwarranted. Yeah, like, this is the hero. Like, this is definitely the Piper we know from later in the series. <laughs> I do think this was kind of uh, interesting, too. I noticed Piper was wearing a cross necklace, which she seemed to do at least in season one, because she seemed like more religious. Right, where she had that like thought about, like, <laughs> can I, will I burn up if I go in a church and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, something about Piper that sort of was lost through because she became the Antichrist or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interesting character things that they dropped just yeah. for being uh, angry shrews. <laughs> yeah, like she didn't have to keep being religious if they no. wanted her character to have that arc or like, whatever. Yeah, they but could it have just had didn't... it like, come to a head and then yeah. she doesn't She just really became care. a worse person. <laughs> no. <laughs> that yeah. was her arc. <laughs> complains at Leo and complains about her babies. I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. Uh, anyway, so uh, Peru tells Andy about the time loop. And she says, whoever is doing it is the most powerful demon we've ever come up against, which meh, <laughs> is no, um, it's no, uh, demon of fear or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, what is no! his name? <laughs> I forgot Barbus. his name. Barbus. I was going to say Balthazar. That's not it. <laughs> Barbus, their greatest enemy. How could I forget? Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid anymore. No! Uh, so she He's thinks this the guy. The greatest attorney. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Uh, she thinks that this guy is after Andy, and he's like, oh, he's probably after you. <laughs> I don't think he wants some random cop. I think you're the bait. Or you're, the, you're going into the trap. I'm the bait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he tells them every time this is a trap, and every time they go into it, and it fu they fuck up. Mm -hmm. They killed Andy. Yeah. <laughs> they say they love each other because Andy's going to live a long time. <laughs> Prue says, like, I would die if something happened to you. And it's like, yeah. well, in a couple seasons. Yeah, you gotta wait your turn. <laughs> the wall's there for you. Yeah. <laughs> Someday the wall comes for us all. <laughs> so uh, Rodriguez goes to the house. Uh, this time he gets mad at Kit for growling at him and looks at her with demon eyes. And that's why Andy decides to step in this time. Yeah. Like, oh, he, shit. Yeah. <laughs> He suspected he was a demon every time, but this time he's like, oh shit, he had demon eyes at the cat, I better go in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's a definite clue he's going to go in and fuck yeah. stuff up and then he's not an IA guy or anything. Yeah, I guess. But he definitely suspected it. But yeah, this time he went in. That's yeah. what... Uh, Which is Rodriguez being an idiot again. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do everything dumber. Everyone was stupid. <laughs> so um, Phoebe uh, has found Tempest in the Book of Shadows. Um, which says, uh, his page says that he could be vanquished uh, by taking him out of the time he's in. That's when Rodriguez busts in and throws some lightning. He's worse than ever. They all dodge it. Like, Piper um, tackles Prue to the ground and knocks her unconscious. <laughs> um, but they all dodge it, and he doesn't hit any of them that time. Uh, Andy busts in and shoots at Rodriguez. He's like, I know what'll do, a gun. <laughs> Uh, but he gives him the old Leo treatment, flings him into a curio stand. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what's behind that? The wall. The wall. Mm -hmm. And he dies. And he dies. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> Speaking of Leo, not in this episode. No. He wasn't as prominent in season one. And uh, wasn't it the only season finale he wasn't in? Yeah, that's what it said on the wiki. I guess the episode before he's like, you know, got shot by a dark lighter. And it's like, oh, that's enough Leo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the episode before was also when they concluded the main arc of the season with the people at Buckland's. Mm. And I think Leo was part of that. I think it was one of those weird trends where they concluded the arc, the episode before the finale that mm. they seem to like doing. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Prue's been knocked out because Piper tackled her into a wall, but she didn't die this time. No, uh, Piper doesn't really care. Yeah, Phoebe asks if she's okay, and without even checking, Piper's like, eh, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she goes, she's out cold, but her lips say she's okay. Yeah, they had to dub it in to make it seem like she knew a little bit more about what was going on or it's, cared a little bit. It's so funny, though, because, like, having seen the previous timelines where, like, Prue is, like, desperately checking on yeah. them, like, checks their pulse and stuff. And then you see stupid Piper and, like, eh. She's fine. <laughs> like, she doesn't bend down to check yeah. at all. She's like, she's cool. Yeah, because any of <laughs> the deaths. coming from her head. Yeah, like. <laughs> All of these deaths in this episode, no, there's not a single drop of blood anywhere. No. It's not exceedingly obvious that anyone is dead. Mm -hmm. So, like, Prue comes over and, like, checks their pulse or whatever, and then it's like, oh, they're dead. So there's no difference between what they look like dead and Prue looks yeah. like unconscious, or Andy, un or Andy dead or Prue unconscious, you know? So they could have at least checked a little bit. Mm -hmm. They could have had some blood, I imagine. Kind of weenie. Yeah. Weenie, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Andy's dead. <laughs> uh, as their childhood friend, Piper and Phoebe are mildly sad about it, I guess. <laughs> Rodriguez, who has been frozen in the meantime, uh, they've tied him up and he's unfrozen yeah. so they can demand information. <laughs> so, like you said, Piper probably should have been the first one at the door and just frozen. Yeah, they could have said if they weren't so stupid, they could have prevented this whole thing. So Phoebe is like, well, how do we find Tempest and reset the day? And Piper's like, well, if the day is reset, then Rodriguez could kill us all that time. Uh, despite all of his stunning failures, she yeah. seems to think this despite is going to work out for him. Apparently doing worse now. <laughs> yeah, they, they all lived on that time loop. So yeah. how many time loops are they in and they didn't die? Well, Andy did, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so uh, Phoebe and Piper go to wake Prue up, uh, but she's having a touching goodbye dream with Andy. Mm-hmm. They're on like a heavenly swing bench <laughs> yeah, with some fog going on. Kind of notable too. There's a promo picture of David Carradine behind Shan Doherty on this set, which is the like only picture or evidence that any of them were there at the same time. Cause you never see David Carradine. No, they never meet him. No, they never meet Tempest. That's just kind of weak. Yeah. So they're having this touching talk and Andy's basically like, hey, don't save me. Uh, this is how things are supposed to be. I don't want to be on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so let me die. You aren't supposed to die until season three. So go back. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'll kill Rodriguez for you. And he's like, you're not a murderer. You're a good person. Don't kill that demon. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> we kill demons all the time. What is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, I won't unless he does something, and he will. Yeah, they, they <laughs> kill demons all the time before and after this episode and have no qualms about it. Why are they acting like this is a moral thing now? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Especially because he killed Andy. It's not just some random demon that's like, who gives a shit? Like, mm. he killed him. And you know, it, you leave this demon around, he's just going to kill more yeah, people. Yeah, he attempted, to, he murdered them in other timelines. <laughs> I think he's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Can't anyway, really let this one go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Prue and Andy have a dream kiss, and uh, he never shows up again until the comics. 
No, he shows up as a kid in that 70s episode. I guess, yeah. <laughs> he shows up as a kid. We don't know that this is really Andy talking to her. This could have just been a dream. That's very true. What and if like, he wanted to live? He's like, come on! That wasn't yeah. me! That was a stupid dream! And she's like, no, I have to let you go. Maybe it was a demon trick, too, because, yeah, like, with him telling her not to kill the demon. They got the dream demon they fought in some other... I think there was a dream sorcerer they fought in the yeah. third episode. He's very suspicious that he'd say, don't kill the demon. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> got tricked. Prue wakes up, and uh, she finds out that Andy died, even though she knew in the dream. And uh, she's like, well, we should use that spell to accelerate time. Because that will somehow break the time loop and kill Tempest? How did, what does that have to do with taking Tempest out of his time or something? I don't know. It's like, I guess that's outside of the time loops. That ends the time, time loop, but how but does that remove him from time? I don't time? know. I don't know why that does anything to him, really. It's nonsense. He's just resetting the day. It's yeah. not like he has some kind of weird life force attached to the time loop. He's yeah. existed outside of the time loop before this. They just say it'll happen, and then it and then it does. They end the time loop, and they never share a scene with him. He's just at his office, and he goes, No! And then blows up. <laughs> well, he, like, flames into this fire that's in the middle of the office. And then, yeah. apparently, they establish in another episode he's not fully dead because they need some time resetting and then like well if he does that he's gonna die and then i guess he really dies yeah because um prior to like in early seasons time travel was a big deal and i think tempest was one of the few uh demons that could do it uh, i don't think even the source of all evil could do it i think they said they needed yeah, tempest I think for that's it that's why yeah they used tempest again even though they killed yeah <laughs> and then later everyone's time traveling for any ding dang reason oh, yeah. even on accident you know, but yeah, this Chris was a big and deal at the show. time. Hey, we're playing Xbox and the power went out. We're like, oh, we should go back in time and see if that's why. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, can the source of all evil bring demons back from vanquishing? Maybe that's what happened. He was vanquished and he brought him back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, I don't think he's supposed to. But vanquishing to... never really seems to stop any of them. Yeah. Like, Barbus came back and they never explained why, so. Yeah, I don't think Tempest, like they said, Tempest wasn't supposed to be dead. He was just defeated or something. Until... He said no and exploded, but that yeah, was just I know. like, Clearly uh, this was him dying. Time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the time loop's broken, and Prue decides to let Rodriguez go, because she's a good person. <laughs> so stupid. She's like, oh, he doesn't have the power to kill us, or he wouldn't have needed Tempest, so we're just gonna let him go. Except he totally killed them in other timelines, yeah. so... And again, like, this shows how dumb this Rodriguez is, because, like, he could have played it cool, walked out, and then blew up the house. <laughs> yeah, or he could have recouped and came back later, but he just decides to go like, you're stupid! And then he turns around to try yeah. to, to zap them, and then Prue kills him with the thing. The, it makes the it same easy, way though. she killed him every single yeah. time loop. <laughs> that makes it easy, though. He, he undid himself. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, we may not be murderers, but we're not angels either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tempest or uh, Rodriguez had no way of seeing that coming, except he saw that coming. <laughs> so dumb. A terrible sad song plays as Prue cries over Andy's body. This was a terrible song. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so we fade to the girls and Daryl at Andy's grave. No one says anything. It's a <laughs> moving scene. <laughs> Nobody else came to his funeral, I guess. <laughs> no friends or family, just them. 
Uh, at home, they have a wrap up. Uh, what about Piper's Food Network segment? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she decided not to reschedule it because she's quitting Quake. Her dream was always to have her own restaurant and not manage one, which is why she's opening a club that doesn't serve food. Yeah, don't worry. She'll remember her dream at the very end of yeah. the finale. Yeah, she'll remember it at the end of season eight <laughs> in, a, in a montage. A chef, right. That's what I wanted to do. That's what crazy old Piper told the grandkids anyway. <laughs> Uh, Prue sits on a stoop outside, sadly, and uh, Piper asks if she's all right. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Over it. Um, she says that Andy was exonerated from that murder charge, uh, and they're looking for Rodriguez. And then um, Piper throws out a sarcastic "Good luck." How did that happen, by the way? You mean how did that happen? How did Andy get exonerated, and that they suddenly suspected Rodriguez? I don't know. Maybe they thought he was murdered by what Rodriguez at the house. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just wondering what what in the investigation led to that on their end, because all they cause... know is Rodriguez went to investigate something and then disappeared, and like he did. <laughs> yeah, but if Andy's dead, maybe they thought like um yeah, he killed him and disappeared or something. Yeah, like he fled the country or and something. It's like Andy's innocent because he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a big exonerated stamp and they put it on his forehead. <laughs> exonerated. <laughs> uh, but Prue uh, says she's actually feeling pretty good <laughs> after Andy's death because uh, they do good things as witches. She starts dancing on his casket. <laughs> yeah. I knew that I would. Yeah. Um, she's like, we did so we do some pretty good things as witches, like um, murdering people that our loved ones ask not to murder uh, in <laughs> dreams after they've been killed. Uh, yeah, I think we're doing good. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ah, we're going to miss Andy, but he'll always be with us. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use a bit of footage of him a couple of times and that's it. Yeah. Prue magically shuts the door and season one comes to a close. <laughs> Phelan, what are your final thoughts on Deja Vu all over again? They definitely dropped the ball in a few places, but I enjoy the time loop premise. And I think uh, David Carradine made for an interesting villain. They should have met him, though. <laughs> I wish there was a better way to vanquish him than just going, we move time forward. <laughs> and then you go, no! Yeah. Like, they always come up with these bad ends. <laughs> like, just with Barbas. I'm not scared of you. No! <laughs> like, but overall, I, I like that they treated Rodriguez like a threat. It's kind of funny in a way that he's the one who becomes unhinged, even though the time loops are for him. Yeah. I like that we got to see uh, Piper and Phoebe die. So this is possibly <laughs> one of the best episodes of Charmed ever. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid uh, season finale. And this was before death was completely meaningless. So, mm. you know, they did an interesting story with it. I do think that they kind of bungled some of it. It could have been a more interesting time loop, but they did do some things in it that were interesting. So, yeah, I thought it was it was decent. That's my final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phelan. Uh... Who is your standout loser or hero of the episode? Your Margoyle or your <laughs> Carman? My Margoyle. My Margoyle's going to go to Rodriguez. 
Because <laughs> he became a bigger idiot about things each iteration of the time loop. He had the perfect opportunity. And like, oh no, like I guess a little bit of Tempest there. Like if he just said, well, two out of three isn't bad and let that timeline go. Yeah. We could have been rid of Phoebe and Piper. Yeah. That really did help them, so they might as well screwed it up. That would have been good for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Good for Prue, good for the audience. Good for the show. Uh (laughs) Everyone would have benefited. (laughs) That's my Margoyle. Um my Carmen, I think I'm gonna give it to Prue. I think I like the scene with her and Andy mostly. I think some good acting. And uh, she uh, killed Rodriguez every single time. (laughs) That's true. She was the most effective. Yeah. She did the best. So that's my Carman and Margoyle. Who's your Margoyle or Carman? My Margoyle's got to be Tempest. Because there was no reason to reset this. And he went out like a little bitch. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't meet any of them. He just went like, eh, died. <laughs> it was pretty sad, and his hair looked stupid. Yeah. And his time puns were dumb. <laughs> That's why he got a little bit of a co on my Rodriguez one for not letting that second time loop go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree on that, Tempest. Uh, my car man is Kit. Okay. Because... Uh, uh, she knocked over a pepper shaker <laughs> and she growled at the bad man as she hung out in the plants. <laughs> that's a good kitty. Good kitty. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast episode. Not the podcast totally. <laughs> or is it? Canceled. <laughs> we gotta reset the podcast. Really schwabbed this one. Yeah. We hated it. And... <laughs> Anyway, if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd appreciate it if you liked, subscribed, or reviewed wherever you're enjoying it. Uh, we got some good five-star reviews on iTunes. It'd be cool if we got some more. Or uh, some funny ones, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us wherever podcasts are listened to. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash series and youtube.com slash you could find us on Patreon and uh, vote for episodes of Charmed Rewind uh, or see things ahead of time. And you can find me at patreon.com slash movie nights and Phelan at patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. He did the intro song and he also has uh, his own YouTube channel where he plays Pokemon and other funny stuff. He also... Um, runs the Rift Tracks Twitter account and helps make the Rift Tracks uh, game, which you should check out. It's a very funny game. So uh, if you want to see his stuff, he's at Pretor Hunter. Uh, I believe that's also his uh, YouTube channel, Pretor Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> what hashtag should we use, Phelan? Hashtag time fail. <laughs> uh, hashtag it's about time. <laughs> hashtag Andy died. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh, we'll see you, Charmanders, next time. <laughs> <laughs>